welcome back guys it's another episode of the regular guys podcast and yes i am running solo tonight but have no fear sean is here they, they don't call me the foreman for no reason you want you want to know why they call me the foreman because i do the work of four men wow you must be rich just joking guys we missed the guys they'll, they'll be back matt maddie's on his anniversary hopefully he's having a great time and my boy Jacob, still getting things together, but he'll be back shortly. But I'm going to I'm gonna get this episode started, and we're going to have a couple topics. It's not going to be a long episode, but I wanted to get something out here for you guys because you guys are showing us so much love. 87 subscribers. We're almost at that 100 mark. We really want to thank you guys. So the few topics I want to start off with today is I want to start talking about the rookie of the year, the coach of the year, and the MVP award, midseason awards. It's only the midseason, but who is favored in these awards? I'm going to give my opinion. I want I want to hear your guys' opinion too. So please leave a comment below and let me know what you think, if you agree or if you disagree. And I love when you disagree. Okay, I'm going to start off with the rookie of the year. And before I tell you so far who I have as number one, I want to give some props to a rookie that's just falling out of control. And that's Sauce Gardner. He is, he's unbelievable. I'm not a Jets fan. I never, I, I don't like anything New York besides the Ninja Turtles for crying out loud. But Sauce Gardner has been balling all year. He's a shut down. He's shutting down right now. Quarterbacks don't even want to look his way. But we know the NFL, it's an offensive driven league. And it's going to be hard for someone like Sauce to get that rookie of, the, uh, rookie of the Year award. But right now, I'm going to give it to Chris Alave out of New Orleans. He's been their most reliable weapon. Thomas has been hurt. Kamara's missed a game or two. Jameis Winston's down. Andy Dalton's coming in. But Chris Alave has been that consistency that they need. So far, he has 37 receptions for 547 yards. He's on the pace of getting 11, 1200 yards, which is great for any wide receiver. So right now I will say Chris Alave is definitely number one on the rookie of the year. But guys, you got to give Sauce Gardner some props. He is balling. Okay, let's go to coach of the year. I think there's two guys above everybody else, but I do have a sleeper. And I'm going to tell you who the sleeper is. So my sleeper pick right now is Pete Carroll. He's got the Seattle Seahawks at five and three with Geno Smith as their quarterback. How insane is that? If someone told you Geno Smith was going to be your quarterback of the team at the beginning of this year, you're, you're like, oh, we're going to get the number one or two pick probably. Pete Carroll has resurrected Geno Smith's career, and Geno Smith is just going off this year. And I love to see it. I love to see that underdog. But I think the two top guys right now for Coach of the Year, it's either going to be Nick Sirianni out of Philadelphia or another New York guy, Brian Dayball. I give the edge to Dayball right now because if you told me the Giants would be six and two, I would have told you you're out of your mind. He's got that team six and two right now. 
That's insane. Their defense is awesome. Their offense needs a lot of work, but Barkley is doing everything he can to keep them afloat. I know they just came off a loss, but six and two, they're playing awesome. But you got to put Sariani right there, seven and zero. Oh. I mean, I thought the Eagles would be good this year, but I didn't think they would be this good. I have him as a close second, but Brian Dable right now is my pick for Coach of the Year so far, midseason awards. Okay, let's go to the MVP. I know everybody's gonna say it's out of it's a two man race. Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. It's a quarterback-driven league. And everybody knows my love for Josh Allen. He's awesome. And I actually give him the edge over Patrick Mahomes right now. They have similar stats, but Allen did go in Mahomes' house and beat him. So I do have Allen as that number one, but I have a sleeper here as well. Tyreek Hill, okay? You're like, Sean, Tyreek Hill, what, what? I don't know. He has 69 receptions for 961 yards. And it's not even a halfway point all the way yet. He's on pace of getting over 2,000 reception yards this year. That's incredible, guys. That's incredible. He needs to get his touchdowns up a little bit more to make that. I think if he, if he hits that 2,000 mark with 10 touchdowns, there's no way you can't get it to him. If he hits a 2,000 mark, that's breaking the record. I know he has an extra game this year, but still, 2,000 yards for a receiver and his starting quarterback missed two or three games. I mean, he is going off this year, and he has to be looked upon in that MVP race. But I do have Josh Allen right now as my number one pick. Okay, guys, let's go to another subject here. We didn't get we didn't really get to talk about it much last week, but I'm here to talk about it, guys. Let's talk about Christian McCaffrey getting traded to the San Francisco 49ers. What does that do for them? I mean, Christian McCaffrey is a Swiss Army knife. A Swiss Army knife has so many different things on it you could do. Cut trees, cut rope open bottles, can opener. I mean, and that's what Christian McCaffrey is. He is a Swiss army knife. Let me tell you what he did this past weekend. He threw the ball. So he's a quarterback all of a sudden. He threw the ball one time for 34 yards and a touchdown. And let me tell you, that ball was a perfect spiral. So yeah, he's a quarterback. Okay, what, what else is Christian McCaffrey? Okay, how about a receiver? Eight receptions. 55 yards and a touchdown. He's a receiver. What, what else does Christian McCaffrey do? Let me think. He's a running back, okay? He had 18 rushes, 94 yards, and a touchdown. He is the first player since 2005 to, two, to get three different touchdowns in different positions since 2005, since LaDainian Tomlinson did it. The guy is incredible. He's going to help this team so much once Debo Samuels gets healthy. They're going to be the, a really dangerous team no one wants to see. I know Jimmy Garoppolo. Everybody's iffy on Jimmy. I like Jimmy. I think he has the weapons enough to take it to the next level, and they definitely have the defense. They have Nick Bosa, who's going out of control this year. I would say he's probably 
second in the defensive player of the uh, year award behind, of course, Micah Parsons, who's just running back touchdowns. Ah, amazing. But anyways, let's not get off topic. The 49ers are the team, I think, if they're playing at the highest level that they can, would be the scariest team to go into the playoffs, especially with the Christian McCaffrey pickup. We got to keep an eye. Let me know. Let me know what you guys think about the Christian McCaffrey pickup. Do you think that takes the 49ers to another level? Or do you think Jimmy Garoppolo just can never get over the hump? I think he can make it to the Super Bowl again, honestly, if they're playing at the highest level that they can. I don't have him favored right now, but let them get some continuity together and let's see what happens. Okay, guys, I want to talk also a little bit about the Minnesota Vikings. You know, before the season, I was saying there's no way Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers don't win that division. I don't see it. No way. No how. I don't see Kirk Cousins beating out the great Aaron Rodgers. I feel the Minnesota Vikings are the most underappreciated team right now in football for what they've what they've done they're six and one one loss i know it was against philadelphia and it didn't look good in primetime football we all know kirk cousins has an issue in primetime football so i do understand that and i know they're not beating these teams they should uh, by a lot more but they are getting wins and last time i heard wins are all that matter they got the weapons offensive defensively they got the coaching you know, Jefferson, Thielen, Cook, Cousins could be a top 10, 12 guy. He just needs to work. He needs to get over this primetime football, and they could be right there in the mix as well. They're winning these games, maybe not impressively, but they're getting wins. I think the Minnesota Vikings need to get more love, and I get the, I get the concern on them, it's mainly Kirk Cousins, I'm the biggest Kirk Cousins critic, but they're winning. You got to give the Minnesota Vikings their props. And now it's, it's going to be a short pod, but guys, but you know, I wanted to talk. Do the Cowboys have a running back controversy? If you guys didn't see what Pollard did this past weekend, 150 rushing yards, three touchdowns looked explosive. I mean, explosive. It was a beautiful sight, guys. It really was. Pollard, if you watch Dallas Cowboys football, if you just watch it from afar, you see Pollard is a much better running back, right? I wouldn't quite say that, guys. So he, he, here's my dilemma on here. Ezekiel Elliott does a lot more than just run the ball. First of all, he can block his tail off. Also, Zeke always goes forward. Pollard has never in his career, college included, had more than 20 rushes in a game. There's a reason for that, okay? He's not a big guy. So if you give him the most carries, he, he might get banged up. He's that explosive guy that you want to get that ball to at least 15 times a game. But I still say you got to give Zeke at least 15 as well. Zeke is that power back that beats you up, wears you out, and Pollard can be that explosive back for you. I, I, 
the NFL is becoming a two-back league, okay? Unless you're Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, but it's really becoming a two-back league for the most part. And you want those running backs to be healthy in the playoffs. I hope they are. We could do big things. I say you still want to split the carries 50-50, but if you do start giving Pollard more carries, don't make it known out to the public. Just slowly but surely start just giving him a couple more carries than Zeke and feed Zeke at the goal line because Zeke is that guy that's going to give you those. If you need two yards, Zeke will get you those two yards. Let Zeke feed at the, uh, you know, at the goal line, get those touchdowns. And I feel Pollard and Zeke can both coexist and both be happy. Now, Dallas Cowboys in general, six and two. Man, I am pumped for the, they are balling. I'm very excited about Dallas. I'm trying not to get too excited, but six and two. I was, I was done with the Cowboys after week one. Okay, guys. But they are proving me wrong. They're, they're, they're looking like, a top five NFC team right now. They could be top three. I'm a little worried about their run defense, and I get it. Fields is a fast quarterback, and they have that dual threat, but I've seen it a couple times with the rush defense. We can get the ball ran on us. Our defense is really good. We, we get pressure. You know, if the quarterback's going to go back and throw the ball every time, they're going to have a hard time. But teams, next two weeks are going to be very interesting. I, I feel that playing against the Packers will be very interesting because they have two great running backs. I know their offense isn't up to par, but I feel like that, that's, going to be, that, that's going to show a lot on the run defense. But if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you got to be excited. I'm excited, guys. Dak's back, healthy, looking great. Do a stupid INT before halftime last week. You're going to get that from Dak, unfortunately. He can look like one of the best quarterbacks, and then he just makes a dumb mistake. But the offense is looking better since he's been back. Very excited about that. At the midseason part, 6-2, and two, I'm, I'm very happy with that. Okay, guys. The pod, that's it tonight. It's the... Uh, it's a short episode, rolling solo. Let me know what your comments, uh, put, you know, comment below and let me know what you think about my rookie of the year, coach of the year, and my MVP. Who do you have? Let me know down. Uh, next week will be, you know, we'll be at full swing again. You know, I wanted to bring this pod out to you guys just to show you, you know, we really appreciate it. All the love that you're showing us. Thank you very much. You know, so until next time. Peace. You are now listening to Regular Guys Podcast. Regular Guys Podcast.